WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Wednesday, August 19th, 2020. New emergency guidelines targeting food service establishments instituted by Champagne Mayor Deborah Frank Finan go into effect today. In a statement, Finan insisted that the coming weeks will be integral to maintaining the safety of the nearly 50,000 students returning to campus this semester, as well as the citizens of Champaign-Urbana. These guidelines specify patrons must be seated in order to be served in any dining establishment, masks will be required indoors, no person under age 21 will be allowed to enter bars after 9 p.m., and all food and drink must be consumed in outside dining areas. Many of these regulations have existed in area restaurants since earlier this month, though finance orders officially codify them. The Champaign-Urbana Mass Transit District announced revised bus schedules and hours of operation yesterday. WPGU's Tara Mobasher has more. The Champaign Mass Transit District is expecting to reduce service by this Friday, August 21st, primarily affecting late-night service. The changes will be made mainly due to coronavirus-related restrictions. MTD hopes that these changes in schedule will ensure that more vehicles will be sent quicker in terms of capacity issues that come with social distancing procedures, as well as being more responsive to the needs of students and staff to get around campus. The scheduling changes regarding routing and frequency mainly apply to the 22 and 220 Illini bus, which will change from its 10-minute frequency to a 20-minute frequency. Additionally, modifications to how long each bus route will run are being made. On weekdays, the 50 green late-night bus will stop running at 12.55 a.m., the 100 yellow late-night bus will stop running at 1 a.m. for southbound trips and 1 a.m. for northbound trips, the 120 teal evening bus will stop running at 12.52 a.m. for eastbound trips and 12.55 a.m. for westbound trips, while the 130 silver evening bus will stop running at 1 a.m. for northbound trips and 1.02 a.m. for southbound trips. In the case that any buses are not running, passengers must call MTD at 217-384-8188 or visit mtd.org for any additional changes in scheduling. With WPGU News, this is Tara Mobasher. Yesterday, Governor J.B. Pritzker announced that the Illinois Housing Development Authority will be extending the deadline to apply for emergency rental assistance due to the impact of the derecho storm that devastated the Midwest last Monday. Applications for assistance will now be due on August 28th at 12 p.m. IHDA Executive Director Kristen Faust noted in a statement that the extra time was vital to the 750,000 Illinoisans who lost power as a result of the storm that swept across northern Illinois a week ago. Landlords will have until August 30th to fill out their portion of the paperwork, which must be done in order for an application to be considered complete. Over 20 states are suing the U.S. Postal Service to ensure that mail-in ballots are secure for the 2020 election. They're suing under the premise that changes the Postmaster General plan to make will violate federal law, as they were not approved by the Postal Regulatory Commission, and they will potentially violate both the Voting Rights Act of 1965 and the Americans with Disabilities Act. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy announced midday Tuesday that he was going to suspend changes until after the election in order to not interfere with ballots. There are currently two separate lawsuits, one headed by Pennsylvania and the other headed by Washington, with various states backing both. Currently, all states involved in the lawsuits have Democratic attorneys general. 
Australia made an announcement early yesterday which is likely to lead the charge on policy concerning the COVID-19 vaccine in development. WPGU's Emily Crawford reports. Australia has announced yesterday that they will offer the University of Oxford COVID-19 vaccine to all Australians for free as soon as it clears clinical trials. Currently, the British vaccine is promising as it is one of only five globally in phase three efficacy trials. To help manufacture the vaccine, Australia reached an agreement with the pharmaceutical company AstraZeneca and medical technology company Becton Dickinson. With this announcement from the Prime Minister Scott Morrison, Australia joins a growing list of countries lining up for the drug as they continue to combat the virus nationally. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. 